Hi there, this is Steve Montfort, and welcome to the Super Nerd 2.0 podcast. That's right, safe space for nerds here. On today's episode, we're going to talk about everything from the Sony Marvel Spider-Man debacle, the new Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker footage that was released today, the inevitable reboots, everything from The Matrix 4 to the Disney Plus reboots, and more, all today on Super Nerd. 2.0. Hi there, guys. Welcome to the very first episode of Super Nerd 2.0. Now, why didn't we call this the Super Nerd Sanctuary Podcast? Well, because Super Nerd 2.0 pulls off the tongue a little bit easier. So, a little bit about myself. My name is Steve Mockwart. I am a nerd. Uh, somewhat of a super nerd, more of like a film buff or what have you. Um, <laughs> I am a, I collect everything from comic books and a lot and a lot of DVDs. Uh, I try to keep up on date with everything pretty much superhero and movie related. So thus, here I am. Um, also a little bit about me. I've moderated at panels at comic cons, mainly here in Phoenix, Arizona, but I've also traveled uh, I have a stand-up background, and also I do a little bit of acting, whatnot here and there. And of course, if you can hear my voice, voice work. Um, I've been in numerous uh, commercials, as well as a little bit of radio here and there. But enough about me. Let's just dive into today's subjects. Now, first and foremost, the first thing we're going to discuss is the Rise of Skywalker footage that was released earlier today from the D23 convention that was over the weekend. It was pretty amazing. I don't know how I quite feel about it. It's uh, got uh, Ray holding a double-sided lightsaber. Um, yeah, methinks it's probably going to be uh, something like in a vision, kind of like we've seen with Luke and kind of a Herb Muir vision that she had in The Last Jedi. So... He thinks it's not uh, anything to really worry about. But if she were to go to the dark side, that would be pretty awesome. Also, another notable scene in the trailer that kind of got me a couple of goosebumps here um, was the fleet of the old school Star Destroyers. And of course, them battling on the almost sunken uh, Death Star. So I am super excited for this movie to come out in December. Uh, I wasn't too impressed with The Last Jedi. I don't think a lot of people were. Um, I did kind of like The Force Awakens. I know I'm losing a little bit of my nerd cred when I say that, but I'm also the same nerd that has the Blu-ray copies of Star Wars as well as the special edition slash uh, original versions that they released one year only and now you can't get them anywhere. So as I said, I'm super excited for this movie. I can't wait for it to come out. Uh, this footage just got me more and more hype for it. Um, so another thing that I was hoping was going to happen at D23 was Sony and Marvel and pretty much Disney would all come together and say, just joking, Spider-Man's still in the MCU. It didn't happen, uh, which is unfortunate. Now, a lot of people are super, super pissed off that... Spider-Man's no part of the no longer part of the MCU. And I'm not one of those people. 
I'm kind of like, you know what? Cool. He was with the Avengers. Yeah, I'd like to see him with other, you know, Marvel Disney owned characters. But if he's going to get his own franchise again, cool. Just please just show us Uncle Ben dying. Um, we've already seen him die like two or three times. I think we seen uh, we saw him die literally all three times in the Raimi films and come back as kind of like a force ghost in a sense. Um, <laughs> and of course, we saw him die in the Garfield Amazing Spider-Man versions. Um, so yeah, we don't need to see him die again. Continue the franchise with Tom Holland. Go from you know high school to college, and eventually you know have him become the teacher, and then. Only then would you want to reboot it. But if you're going to reboot it again, make sure he's an adult. And it's just kind of like, okay, we know his backstory. We know he's in college. Now he's an adult. Be Spider-Man. Like nothing else is going to get in the way except for maybe Aunt May and whatever girl you're with. But yeah, as I said, I don't see a problem with it. If you think about it, Sony has a lot more characters and Spider-Man's like kind of rogue scally. They got uh, everybody from like Venom and Carnage. And, you know, I'm waiting for that Sinister Six movie that we were promised in The Amazing Spider-Man 2 with the credits kind of leading into The Amazing Spider-Man 3. I'm still waiting for The Amazing Spider-Man 3. Don't get me wrong, Andrew Garfield uh, kind of messed it up for himself, but I would have liked to see, you know, the Sinister Six and kind of him meet up with Venom. But if Sony is smart. We'll kind of do a live action multiverse with both Toby, Andrew, and Tom. And I'd be awesomely cool with that. So, as I said, that was one of the things that uh, was kind of discussed at D23 in about the last week. As I said, I, I'm going to jump on the bandwagon. Yay, Sony. Boo, Disney. You kind of wanted some more money. Brought it on yourself. But I kind of side with. Stanley's daughter, go for it. You know, you guys kind of didn't respect Stanley in a sense that you didn't want a little bit of his creative input. But then again, neither did the X Men movies, which now Disney owns. So I guess all's well that ends well, right? All right. So another thing at D23, I know we're sticking to D23. I promise we'll move on to other things. Um, so with D23, they also announced, you know, some more Disney Plus items. Um, some of the stuff that I'm excited for there is obviously the, uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon show, uh, which should be pretty amazing, low key, and pretty much all the Marvel characters that are getting their own shows. I don't know how to feel about WandaVision. I'm not a huge fan of Wanda. I do like, uh, Elizabeth Olsen, but Paul Bettany, I'm like, he's Vision. Kind of wanted if a one-dimensional character. Do we get to see him die again? Yeah. That's kind of how I feel about that. But the Loki show, man, <laughs> count me and I will watch that every week for as many seasons as it takes. Um, let's see what else. So Falcon and Winter Soldier. One of the coolest rumors that's been out there is obviously Falcon's not going to be taking up the Captain America mantle, which I'm. Pretty dang sure that's okay with a lot of people, but there's been a rumor going around on the internet that Henry Cavill might end up becoming the new Captain America. And I am for anything that that man is in. I mean, it's a very underrated movie. The Man from Uncle, 
If you haven't seen it, go rent it, buy it, watch it digitally, whatever. It's an awesome film. And Henry Cavill is amazing in it. And I said, hey, he's pretty much amazing in everything he does. Um, I'm super excited for The Witcher 2 coming out on Netflix. Because, one, it's him. Two, he's like my favorite Superman. Three, the dude is massive. He works out a lot. And I swear, in The Witcher, he gained like another 50 pounds of muscle. The dude looks like he could kick Superman's ass. That's how big he is. Um, but yeah, no, if he became the new Captain America, not like Steve Rogers, I think it's like Jack Daniels or something like this. I know it's some whiskey guy. Um, <laughs> but if he becomes the new Captain America, I'm all for it. Um, so we'll only, we'll see. Only time will tell. Um, hopping around to other things um on the disney plus uh there's also going to be the inevitable reboot of uh some of the 20th century fox properties i got um one of the ones that was discussed was home alone now home alone is by far one of my favorite movies of all time uh even at work i have the little enamel pins that i wear and people see them and we start a start up a discussion um about everything from how they're such great movies to why I wear the pins um, and pretty much why it kind of relates to people in their thirties like me who are now also parents. Um, and it's a lot of fun. You know, I, I like the first one and oh, I, I should put it, let me put it this way. I love the first one. I like the second one. Uh, the reason I like the second one is the traps in there just make me laugh even harder. And there's a couple of times where the, even the camera's bouncing because the camera guy was laughing. Uh, but Home Alone 1 is just kind of a flawless movie. It's a movie you couldn't do today. Which is how in the hell is Disney Plus going to do a Home Alone series? I don't know, um, to be quite honest. like You couldn't set it into today's world. It would not work. You could do it kind of like as a spinoff. Now, it would be an interesting spinoff and an idea I'm kind of working on as an animated project just for fun is um, about the wet bandits. But before they became the bandits, you could even call the show bandits, which I think would be funny. Wow. You know, <laughs> how many houses and how many different uh, iterations of Kevin uh, did the wet bandits have to go through? Before they got to the McAllister house, before they got to Kevin, how many different names did they have to settle on? <laughs> because in the first movie, they're the Wet Bandits. In the second movie, they're the Sticky Bandits. But still, they're just bandits. Um, and I think it would just be super funny just to see these two characters just breaking into different houses. Not so much seeing traps, but just seeing like how idiotic they are and just the different names that they've got. And Another thing, an aspect could kind of be like shown through it is in one of the seasons you could see in the, the Home Alone movie from their perspective. Like, we're just doing this to, we're the good guys. He's the bad guy. We were hired to break into this house, blah, blah, blah. And then in turn, how the heck did they escape from jail, get on the fish truck and end up in the second movie in New York? Those are all questions that they could answer in this Home Alone uh, spinoff series. Um, and then, of course, another series on Disney Plus I have to discuss is The Mandalorian. 
oh my god if you have not seen the trailer for it go watch it um it looks like one of the best things that disney and lucasfilm and star wars has done for a while it's very rogue one-ish and um it looks it's a beautifully shot show but the fact that uh it's a completely different story of a character we've never even heard of i'm i'm kind of excited like i've been waiting for a live action star wars show when i got to be in my 30s if you would have told me that i was gonna have a star wars movie every other year or almost every year for a while i would have been like yeah get the hell out uh, then again i'm also the same person that goes oh yeah they'll never make ghostbusters 3 and they're making a ghostbusters 3 um and which brings me to like the matrix 4 but we'll get on that here in just a minute um so yeah so the mandalorian i as i said i'm super excited and with the announcement of the mandalorian and trailer reveal well they also announced something that as i said i just i it needs to come out now um the obi-wan show now they also announced that the obi-wan show is going to be during solo so that means we might see the inevitable um rematch between obi-wan and darth maul oh yes because i mean the prequels we i'm gonna admit first one not a fan second one eh. third one pretty dang good and then of course you got the original trilogy which is somewhat flawless the first go around the special editions not so much the 2007 2011 blu-rays oh my god please george just stop um but as I said, with those live action Star Wars shows, this is something that's been discussed for about the last 20 years. And finally, it's coming to fruition. Um, and speaking more of Star Wars. After this one comes out in December, obviously, we're going to get an extended break. But I don't know what the future holds for Star Wars. Um, and I'm kind of excited about that. Like, yeah, I'm kind of sad to see, you know, the Skywalker saga in, but everything comes to an end look at the avengers movie everything comes to an end for a reason and it's it's you know it's good endings are good one chapter ends another one begins everything happens for a reason it's kind of like a really good book and a really good book adaptation uh turned into a movie was not ready player one the book is amazing the movie Equally as amazing, but the book is still way, way better. All right, so I'm getting off subject. All right, so that's enough about the Disney, Star Wars, Disney Plus, Marvel, BS, Home Alone, Fox Properties, blah, 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 blah. Okay, now we're going to get on to the inevitable reboots and new things that are coming up. So, um... As I said, I'm a huge movie nerd. Um, some of the other things I've been looking around and reading about are The Matrix 4. Yeah. It is a much needed, uh, oh, I'm sorry, much unneeded <laughs> uh, reboot uh, or sequel um, because The Matrix 3 is okay. Um, the 2 and 3, okay. You know, we could have just done The Matrix 1 and everyone like, cool. Make a sequel. And they didn't even have to make the sequel. 
They could have said, no, that's a standalone story. Here you go. Uh, uh, done. Neo. Cool. But the fact that they're bringing back Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss and maybe a young Morpheus. That's the rumor. Uh, I don't know. I think it's going to suck. It could be good. I mean, Keanu has been kind of kicking ass these last few years. It's like did the Matrix movies that, you know, re- revitalized his career. And then he you know, started doing, you know, small movies here and there, a little independent films, films that he directed and, you know, starred in, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, along comes a guy, you know, who owns a dog and somebody kills the dog and has already lost his wife. And, well, you know, you, you piss the guy off a little too many times. Well, he's going to probably kill you. Um, and so the John Wick movies, which are freaking amazing. Um First one was good. Second one is amazing. I have yet to see the third one. Yes, I am falling a little bit behind on my movie watching only because, well, I have a two year old and I work a lot. So these podcasts, by the way, will be either biweekly or weekly or whenever the hell I can get to them. Um, <laughs> family comes first. Remember that, guys. Uh, you always want to spend time with your family and then whatever projects and your nerdy bits can come later. Um, so anyways, back to the matrix Four. yes, as I said, I, I just, I don't know. Um, it'd have to be a really good story to draw me in. Um, then again, as I said, I was talking about star Wars earlier, uh, a lot of repetitiveness. It's like a giant space soap opera, but it's a giant space soap opera that I love. Uh, the Matrix movies, as I said, the first one when it came out was groundbreaking. I absolutely loved it. Because it's special effects, kind of the storyline, but it was also loosely based on a book called The Truth Shall Set You Free. Uh, the Wachowskis can say, oh, we didn't steal the idea. We didn't do that. Yes, you did. Um, read the book, guys. It's pretty dang close to what the first Matrix and kind of its sequels are. But, uh, you know. It is what it is. But uh, yeah, no, the story has to be really, really enticing to get me in. But I'm all good for a John Wick 4. <laughs> like, they're talking about doing a fourth one. I think they actually have it scheduled to come out in about two years. So I will definitely be in line for that one after I see the third one. Because if the third one's as good as the second one and the first one, well, count me in to see him just murdering people left and right. As I said, it's been also a weekend of giant reboots announced a um, couple of animated reboots. I'm trying to remember what they were. Um, oh, man. Um, I don't think it's animated reboots. I think it's live action animated uh, or movies, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, it's like the lady in the tramp. And uh, yeah, so it's just. Oh, and like um, them bringing back cartoons from when I was a child. Um, oh, man, there was just one. I'll have to come back to it because I can't remember. But, uh, they, they announced it that it was a uh, reboot of an old cartoon series I used to watch. And I can't for the life of me like remember it. Uh, we'll talk about it in the next episode, I'm sure. I'll, I'll look it up and find it. Oh, my God. Sorry, guys. They just released a WandaVision poster and oh dear god it is uh them in the 1950s 
It is a horrible piece of artwork. Um, I didn't think it was possible to make Paul Bettany look even more robotic than he already is. But him in a 1950s outfit and um, looking like a, uh, I, I guess, uh, a 1950s dad from like Leave it to Beaver. Um, yeah. Uh, the stuff you find when you're surfing through the internet on your podcast. Yeah. Sorry, folks. So. <laughs> D23 just keeps surprising me. Um, So yeah, no, I can't remember the animated projects. We'll have to talk about that next episode. So I do apologize. Um, But um, one of the other reboots that kind of is scaring me and pissing me off at the same time is the Scream reboot. Um, They're talking about uh, Bloomhouse doing a Scream reboot. And yeah, um, that would not work. We the TV series did okay, um, you know it it did decent, and then they did the resurrection, which was kind of like the <laughs> it was directed by Queen Latifah, and it was kind of like a retelling, kind of like the Halloween resurrection, um, like hip hop version of Scream. It's the one nobody asked for, but we got. You know, it's it's one of those things where it's like. Oh man, really? This is not what we wanted, um, but it's what we're getting. But with Bloom House, well, maybe they'll do an okay thing with Scream, but you can't really remake uh, Scream today, much like the Home Alone debacle. You can't really remake it today. Um, it will not work because nobody has caller ID. We all get you know, phone calls on our cell phones now, and we can choose to decline them. And if we don't know the number, well, guess what? We're going to look up that number and find out if it's a safe caller. 90% of the time, it's a robocaller. So that show, much like the Home Alone, if it were to be based off the first movie, it would last three episodes. And uh, with the screen, it would, <laughs> you know, I'm in the house. You are? Yes. Not anymore. I can see you on my camera. I have one of those ring bells. Um, there's three of you. Oh. Crap. The end. No. And Wes Craven will be turning this way. If they wanted to do a TV series or a, like a, a reboot of a classic Wes Craven movie, um, honestly, this is my personal opinion and something I have kind of uh, thought about writing and want to write and want to make. I want to do a Nightmare on Elm Street kind of like, um, not reboot, but I want it to be about Freddy Krueger before he became Freddy Krueger. I kind of want to do it as a, you know, you watch the first season, you don't realize he's Freddy Krueger, and then the next season, it's pretty much the entire version of A Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, kind of somewhat updated, um, but the cool thing is, uh, one thing that Robert England, the guy who played Freddy Krueger, said, is people would have visions of uh, different versions of Freddy Krueger. There'd be like a female version, there'd be a male, like superhero, whatever version. Um, 
because that's what is their nightmares are made of. So you would never really see him. But the matriarch would be obviously Robert England. He'd be the main one that we would all know. Um, and so there's that idea. Um, that would be amazing. And that's kind of how I feel like they should do with a reboot of A Nightmare on Elm Street, which has been also talked about. Um, another reboot that I've been meaning to see as a cinema waiting for it to come out on DVD because I didn't go to pay to see it in theaters. Um, <laughs> I do want to see the new Child's Play. I've heard decent things about it, uh, but I'm a huge fan of the original Child's Play series, except for the third one that was dumb. Not as dumb as Bride of Chucky. But then again, those were kind of dark humor and those directors. Eh. I have I could I could start my own horror podcast just talking about horrible horror movies. because uh, I've seen quite a few. Seen quite quite a few. Um but anyhow, uh back to the screen reboot. Yeah, it's, it's just not gonna work. It is not going to work. Sorry, Blue House. And you're also trying to revitalize the paranormal activity series going, well, uh, we might have one more in us. No, just stop. Please stop. Blumhouse or Bloomhouse or whatever you call yourselves. You have a, enough properties out there. Keep making movies with Jordan Peele. I will watch the hell out of those. Get Out was good. Us was amazing uh, a lot of people don't understand what us was kind of about but i do um us was just uh just visually it was awesome um and the writing is kind of pretty amazing on it i also do uh need to catch up on the new twilight zone series i heard it was really good and speaking of cbs's shows i need to watch picard when it comes out it needs to come out now I am not a Trekkie, but I am a next generation Patrick Stewart uh, fan. So if you're listening, Patrick, well, now you know. Um, <laughs> I, I doubt Patrick Stewart's going to be listening to my podcast, but you never know. Um, I'd like to have him on the show one day, but yeah, this has got to reach people. And as I said, this is the very first episode. Um, so. That is pretty much it when it comes to some of the stuff I wanted to discuss. Um, but now I'm going to tell you about uh, Super Nurse Sanctuary. Um, Super Nurse Sanctuary is a company slash idea I have come up with. Uh, we are currently in the process of writing and recording uh, different shows. And I promise you, I know there's kind of like um, a little noise issue going on with this podcast. We're trying to fix it. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm using um, Adobe Audition, so if you have any pointers, feel free to email me and tell me what I need to do. But uh, we're trying to figure it all out. Um, as I said, this is the first episode. There's going to be a couple of things here and there that you might hear and bless, you know. Um, but hopefully it'll get better as we go along. Uh, that's why it's kind of like a test pilot, so... We let you listen to this and you go, oh, I want to hear more, but I hope it sounds better. Trust me, we're working on it. Um, but uh, Super Nurse Sanctuary, yes, it's going to be everything from a website to a YouTube page, Twitter, Instagram, anywhere you can hit us up. We'll even have a Facebook page here in the next few weeks. Um, 
And basically, Super Nerd Sanctuary is going to be a media uh, outlet. So we're going to be having everything from video broadcasts to short films on our YouTube page. We're going to have um, different podcasts. Now, this is the main podcast, the Super Nerd 2.0. This is where you'll hear me, as well as some of my guests, come in discussing different things. Everything pretty much nerdy. From Dungeons and Dragons to tabletop games to video games, movies, TV, you name it, everything here. Um, now, the other podcasts that are going to be part of us are, well, to be announced. Um, one of them I could talk about is going to be called The Bob Ross Murders. Uh, it's currently being written by me and one of my co writers. And it'll be starring cast of people. It'll be an audio adventure. It's going to be kind of like the serial podcast, but about Bob Ross. Now, what is the Bob Ross murders about? Well, just that. What if all the paintings that Bob Ross ever painted were actually where he hid the body? Yep. We took that idea and saw it on the internet and kind of ran with it and now turned it into a full-fledged storyline. Uh, nah, the episodes of uh, that we're going to, the account that we're going to announce could be anywhere between eight to 10 episodes, but keep your ears and eyes open for that. Uh, hopefully premiering by the end of the year. Um, there's also another podcast, which we are working on that is called the, a peculiar podcast. Um, a peculiar podcast is going to be a anthology series of horror stories, supernatural moments, and everything you could imagine when it comes to um, basically thrillers and suspense stuff that basically goes bump in the night and scares you. So, if you're a huge fan of anthologies as well as horror, and pretty much anything to do with aliens, ghosts, and serial killers. Well, <laughs> that's your podcast. <laughs> um, that hopefully will be debuting um, by the end of October, if not sometime within the next year. Um, as for short films, as well as the uh, video broadcasts, that's something that uh, may only happen bi-monthly. Um, we're talking about doing a Dungeon and Dragons live um, broadcast of both audio as well as video. And then the short films, well, those are going to take some time, but they will eventually end up on the YouTube page. Um, as well as updates and uh, like contests and things that we're doing. One uh, projects that I have discussed and am planning to do this year is basically a project that's going to drive me crazy. Um, I know it's only August and it's almost September, but it is coming up very soon. Um, I'm going to do something called the X-Men 365 or 366 because I think next year is leave year. Uh, I don't know if it is, but I think it might be, um, but it's going to be called the X-Men 365 project. And basically, I'm going to put myself through watching a Christmas episode or movie day by day uh, for an entire year. 
um, and see how I feel by the next year's Christmas. So it'll start December 25th of this year and go through December 25th of next year. Um, so yes, I'm going to put myself through that. I'm going to drive myself with crazy with Christmas and see if I'm still in the spirit by, uh, next December. But that once again, that's from December of this year, December of next year. Um, and it's one of those things that I can just do on the side and I'm just going to basically, uh, take my reaction video, see if I'm still cheery and in the holiday spirit. And if not, well, too bad. I have to do it for an entire year. It's one of those things. Um, so yeah, <laughs> that's, that's something to look forward to in December. If you want to hear me go crazy. Um, as I said, throughout, uh, these podcasts, uh, lifespan or whenever we're recording it we'll have guests uh come in from time to time everybody from other nerds like myself to hopefully celebrity guests in the near future um we'll also be doing live events uh such as you know podcasts from conventions as well as uh you know live broadcasts like from maybe comedy clubs here and there um, so as I said, there's definitely a lot of cool stuff coming up on the Super Nerd 2.0 podcast. If you would like to be part of it, well, at the end of this, I will leave all of our information on how to get in contact with us. Once again, uh, guys, thank you for listening. Um, I could talk on and on and on. I know this episode is very short. Uh, this is the very first episode, so I promise you the next episodes will be longer. Who knows? Maybe I'll record a second episode today. Um, but once again, thank you for listening to the first and inaugural podcast of Super Nerd 2.0. Once again, my name is Steve Moffort. I am your nerd here, your nerd host with the most. And I look forward to you guys coming back and listening. And thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. So as I said, um, I was going to leave our information so you can get a hold of us. Uh, any questions or comments or if you want a uh, subject discussed on the show, feel free to email us at supernerdsanctuary at gmail.com. Uh, we will soon have a website up, so it'll be supernerdsanctuary at whatever the website's called dot com. Um, we also can be followed on Twitter at Sprinter Sanctuary. Uh, you can find us at your listening pleasure on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts at SuperNerd 2.0 or SuperNerd Sanctuary. Type in one of those. It should pop up with our podcast page. Um, also, a huge shout out to my friend's podcast, The Digital Core. If you're into digital gaming and computers, well, then you're your guys. Uh, the digital core is pretty cool. I'll tell you what equipment you need, what equipment you don't need, and basically all around how they game and how they build. And pretty much, they're a bunch of computer nerds, and they're pretty cool as well. Uh, so once again, they're the digital core. Um, as I said, you can contact us at supernerdsanctuary at gmail.com. Follow us at Twitter and Instagram at SuperNerd Sanctuary. Um, on Instagram, it's SuperNerd underscore Sanctuary. Um, and we'll have all the Twitter and all that stuff. Either the same, but once again, uh, you can find us by typing in SuperNerd Sanctuary regardless. 
and then pulls up. All right, guys, I'll see you in the next podcast.